Thank you for listening to this message from First Baptist Church of Alamogordo. More information about First Baptist Church can be found at www.fbcalamo.com. All right, well, let me invite you to take your Bible and, and shortly, briefly, um, turn to Isaiah chapter 9. Now, if you were in our Sunday school classes this morning, this is all about to sound very familiar. Um, I planned this out uh, a couple of months ago, not realizing that this was the exact same passage we were going to be in uh, this morning in our Sunday school, and that's okay. Um, I think we're told that repetition is a good thing, right? So I promise I'm not just going to rehash everything that we, uh, that we learned this morning if you were in, in Sunday school. Um, but what we see here is God's great care to tell his people What's coming? To make a promise to his people who were struggling with the circumstances that they found themselves in. And in the middle of hopelessness, God sends a promise of hope. So if you will, uh, let's stand together as we read Isaiah chapter 9 verses 1 through 7. The word of the Lord says this. Nevertheless, the gloom of the distressed land will not be like that of the former times when he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will bring honor to the way of the sea, to the land east of the Jordan and to Galilee of the nations. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. A light has dawned on those living in the land of darkness. You have increased, you have enlarged the nation and increased its joy. The people have rejoiced before you as they rejoice at harvest time, as when they rejoice when dividing spoils. You have shattered the oppre- you have shattered their oppressive yoke and the rod on their shoulders, the staff of their oppressor, just as you did on the day of Midian. For every trampling boot of battle and the bloodied garments of war will be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child will be born for us. A son will be given to us and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast and its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for the great promise that's presented to us in this passage. That even when we find ourselves in darkness, when we find ourselves in distress, we have the promise of light. We have the promise of Peace. We have the promise of righteousness and justice through the person of Jesus Christ. And especially this time of year and at this moment in our nation where it seems like there's so much toil that's going on, will you remind us of the peace that comes through Jesus Christ? We ask all these things in his name. Amen. Thank you. You can have a seat. 
Now, it's important to understand a little bit of what's happening in the, in the context here that when God is giving this message to Isaiah, uh, the, the people of God are, are experiencing something that, that God had actually promised them, uh, not, not, probably, you know, not probably one of those promises that we, that we like to think of when we sing songs like Standing on the Promises, but, but God had promised his people, if you turn away from me, things will not go well for you. And what had happened? Well, throughout the Old Testament, we see God's people time and time again turning away from God, and, and suddenly things are not going well for them, and, and they kind of have short memories. Maybe, maybe you can relate to that, but they have short memories. And so when things start going poorly, they, they tend to cry out to God, God, why? Why do bad things happen to good people? And God's going, are, are you for serious? Remember, I, I, I like laid all this out for you. And even in that, even in the people's disobedience to God, God still shows his grace and his mercy because he promises them that this will not always be the case. Even as the, the children of Israel are watching um, their land being taken over by invading armies, their fellow countrymen hauled off to Assyria to Babylon in, in exile, God promises this is not the way it's always going to be. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. There's a promise that the joy of God's people will be increased. The promise of a child who will be born to us and a son who will be given to us on whose shoulders the government will rest and rest assured his government will not shut down. This wonderful counselor, this mighty God, this everlasting father, and this prince of peace. I was reading uh, this week some Christmas sermons from um, a, a preacher by the name of Charles Spurgeon. Maybe, maybe you're familiar with him, maybe not. Uh, Spurgeon uh, pastored the uh, Metropolitan Tabernacle in London uh, throughout the latter half of the 1800s. Um, and, and I just I found this this passage out of one of his sermons interesting. He says, I'm looking upon faces just now that appear the very reverse of gloomy. But maybe the smile covers an aching heart. Brother and sister, why are we sad this morning if unto us a child is born, if unto us a son is given? Oh, Christians, ring the bells of your heart. Tire the salute of your most joyous songs. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Wipe that tear away. Come, stop that sighing. Hush, yawn, murmuring. What matters your poverty? Unto you a child is born. What matters your sickness? Unto you a son is given. What matters your sin? For this child shall take away the sin of the world, and this son shall wash and make you fit for heaven. I say, if it be so, lift up the heart, lift up the voice, rejoice aloud, ye saints, rejoice. There's a reason I quote that, because I can't write like that. <laughs> and these 
words that were written 150 years ago, do they not still ring true over a century and on another continent later? I don't pretend to know everything that's going on in everyone's life here, um, but, but I've been around long enough to know that, that, that the joy that accompanies the, the Christmas and the holiday season is also accompanied oftentimes by stress. Don't point fingers, okay? <laughs> Maybe a little bit of turmoil. Maybe a little bit of sadness as we look around the dinner table and are reminded who's not there this year. And yet, the Bible promises the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. So this morning, let me leave you with this question that we'll answer tonight. So you've got to come back to hear the rest of it, okay? Uh, this question that we will answer tonight. Now this question comes, oddly enough, not from the Bible, not from the Lord of Lords, but from the Lord of the Rings. Okay? It's a question Sam Gamgee asks Gandalf. He's, and, and the question is simply this. Is everything sad going to come untrue? Now this morning we've talked about the promises made. Tonight we'll look at the answer to that question. Is everything sad going to come untrue? I hope you'll join us tonight for that. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for it this morning. We thank you for the promises that have been made through your word. The promise that those who walk in darkness have seen a great light. That, that for those who lived in distress, that there would be hope and there would be peace. We recognize today those are things that our world desperately needs. Will you help us to find that in the person and in the work of Jesus Christ, this child born for us? May these, pro these words, these promises that were written 700 years before the birth of Christ bring comfort and joy to us this morning. And will you bring us back here this evening as we hear about the one true hope for the world? We thank you so much for who you are, for sending Christ Jesus to be our Savior. We ask all these things in his name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from First Baptist Church of Alamogordo. We are located at 1100 Michigan Avenue in Alamogordo, New Mexico. We meet on Sundays for small groups at 9 a.m. and worship at 1030. If you have more questions, please email office at fbcalamo.com or call 575-437-5510. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you this week.